1: You guys, thank you so much for being here with us. Before we start the show, I have to tell you about an experience I just had. It's hockey season, and us three are huge NHL fans. I was born and raised in St. Louis, so lifelong Blues fan here. The channel they're broadcasted on is not available in my area, and ESPN blacks the games out. I'm five hours away. I can't drive to St. Louis on a Monday night absolutely one of the biggest crimes against humanity sports blackouts, but that's for another discussion. Luckily, I signed up for NordVPN a while ago, and now I can watch every single game. NordVPN provides me with a virtual private network, which essentially creates an encrypted tunnel for my data and hides my IP address, masking my virtual location so I can trick them. This allows me to change my location to anywhere in the world and get access to all the blues games as well as movies and TV shows that aren't available in the U.S. on my streaming services. All that and my internet connection is protected and I have that hard to find privacy online. You have to give NordVPN a try. I'm so glad I did. I love it. Go to nordvpn.com slash breakfast to get more info. Plus, it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. You can't beat that. Go try it. If you don't like it, get rid of it. We're happy to have NordVPN back with us, sponsoring the podcast. Their direct support helps us to continue producing this free content for all of you. So the best thing you can do in return, check this amazing company out and consider trying their incredible product that we all use, we all love, we all have. Go to nordvpn.com breakfast to get more info and that sweet, sweet discount brought to you by your boys at the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Start the show. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the rental? I'm sorry. Once I put these goggles on, I start talking like a gnarly bro, dude. Uh, Dude, you gotta shred some gnar, bro. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? I do, bro. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names of the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you're going to take home with you. Shred. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms, where you don't even have to leave your couch but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand and watching it at home after a long day on the mountain shredding gnaw. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pow, pow. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two dudes who invented snowboarding. They don't want credit for it, but they keep giving
0: it to them. Sean Pryor and AJ Vince, how the heck are ya? The reason you don't want the credit is because you get so much just paparazzi, just coming around and, and, and hitting you up for Ski Magazine.
2: We don't, yeah. What Ski Magazine is all over our ass. They want to know how <sighs> we did it, and we'll we'll tell you guys. You know, we in the '70s, they have these things called the skateboards, and we're just like, how right. do you take wheels down snow mountains? Mm-hmm. You don't. You just take those wheels off.
1: Boom, you got a
0: snowboard. There you go. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty easy, really, guys. It's that simple. It's funny
1: to look back on it and just be like, "Wow, there wasn't snowboarding." Really, we just we just took our love
2: of sledding and skateboarding and we combined the two. Yep, it's fun.
1: (laughs) Well, boys, on this episode, we talk about one of the best snowboarding movies with Lee Majors in it of all time. (laughs) (laughs) A movie that encapsulated the lifestyle of young people working at a ski resort and became a cult classic within that community. A movie that played as many Jack Johnson songs as possible (laughs) in order to distract us from the fact that the movie was ripping off 1942's Casablanca. We're, of course, talking about 2001's Out Cold Smack. It's Wednesday morning. It's early. Way too early for you. You're probably sitting in traffic, like me. Why not have your coffee and bacon with the confused breakfast boys? Good morning, boys. Damn, dang it. So if you are new to this podcast, we will be reviewing this movie with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ, start with you. Tell us the first time you saw this movie. And that nostalgic rating that you
0: had. This is a broken record story, guys. So I am so sorry. But oh, yeah, I, if this isn't the same thing. Comedy Central. It's Comedy Central. <laughs> oh, no, just every day. Yeah, How are we doing a bunch of Comedy Central like Late Night Feature? Even last week, yeah. Like Goodfellows Ma- was on Comedy Central? Good Um, the thing, Mall Rats. Oh yeah. I mean, they were all in Comedy Central. <laughs> And <laughs> no, I'm serious. like, uh, like, I just kept thinking about like, dang it. I'm going to have to say this again because it's the only thing that comes to mind is watching this damn commercial. And, you know, it has that little line where, where you see Lance get his pants. And then it's like, what are you doing in Alaska? I'm having a beer You in Alaska for a beer. It's like, well, I like cold beer, you know, like seeing those things in the commercial. Um, and I, I thought, I thought to myself, who is that guy? He is hilarious. He is he is incredibly funny, and I love his delivery and everything he's doing. Turns out to be Zach Galifianakis. Yep. yep. And then, of course, the guy from Dazed and Confused. And, oh, oh man! I think I think <laughs> rats? I don't know. <laughs> well, well uh, but no, I, I I when I finally saw the movie, I thought it was I thought it was really really funny. Yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. It made me want to snowboard, and then, you know, three knee surgeries later, <laughs> you don't get to, AJ. All so. from
1: snowboarding. Yep,
0: yep. <laughs> so I would give this a nostalgic rating of a good, solid 7.6. 7.6.
2: Sean, what about you, man? Same here, my dude. Comedy Central. Uh-huh. Um, used to watch, used to just put that on all of the time, and this would be like probably like a late night movie that they had after like, Rio 911, South Park, and Chappelle's Show. I just watched... The whatever movie it was to go to sleep probably, and uh, Out Cold was one of them. And I gotta say, yeah, I'm I'm kind of up there too. I was just like, this is a, just a fun movie. Like that that Zach Galifianakis guy is. has got to be something. He's really fucking funny. And so yeah, I'm I'm probably right around where AJ is. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Oh, seven point five. Well, liked it a little
1: less than you. I think. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> of what I know of you and you your childhood, I think I liked it. A little. <laughs> well, you're a little younger than me. <laughs> <That's> so, <yeah.
3: laughs>
1: Uh, yeah Zach Gatchpafanachki uh this was his coming out party <laughs> indeed and and it was coming out cold s- party
3: <laughs> oh, love it.
1: started my love affair with that man but we'll talk about that later um we someone rented this. In college, um, and we ended up just – this was that movie that was just always on for about a year. Yeah. (laughs) It was just (laughs) always on. You walked in. It was on whatever part. You started watching. It started over again. It was just the DVD. Keep hitting, start over. So Mm. this was a really fun, um, just cool – felt like my age group like it was meant for me, you know, that like you're of legal age now and you can do whatever you want and just party. Uh, So for me, I love this movie. It was an 8.5 nostalgically for me. Josh Miller, executive producer, the man himself. This was his choice. All right. Here we go. This is his God-given right to choose this movie. He said, ah, out cold. I can already hear the purist. Casablanca is better. (laughs) I sure when they set out "I'm no sure." Shit. I'm sure when they set out to make this, they were certainly trying to outdo a classic. Lighten up, <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> I highly
1: doubt anyone is complaining about Out, out Cold being an awful ripoff. Yeah. I'm an old guy, so I absolutely remember seeing this in theaters in 2001. This is toward the end of the skier snowboarder mountain rivalry. We seem to get along now, except for people that ski in jeans. We all gang up on them. (laughs) I'm not one of those snobby skiers who think we own the mountain. We all own the mountains in a way. Since many resorts are on federal lands and have 50 to 100 year leases, we do own them (laughs) like we own fire trucks and fighter jets. I'm still waiting for the delivery of my jet. (laughs) Anyways, I'm supposed to be saying how I feel about this movie looking back. I love the mountains. I love the snow. I loved the cast. Well, to be honest, at the time, Lee Majors, Thomas Lennon, was this before or after Reno 911 had started? This was before. I before. think so, yeah. And Victoria play Playmate, Playmate of the Year, do you see what I did there? Hello. Me. Are the only ones that I even marginally knew of at the time. Thinking back, I just enjoyed this movie for, for what it was. 90-ish minutes of fun, laughter, and a fairly well-put-together story and plot. But having Casablanca as your roadmap makes it easier. As a young adult, 23 or 24, when it came out, I got all the jokes, and I knew not to take it too seriously. I could see the similarities in plot points of Casablanca. I left knowing that I would buy it on DVD in four months when it came out. I did, along with hundreds of others throughout my time. Nostalgically, this movie is a solid 76 so we're all kind of right there, right? That's a 7.8 as a group, nostalgically, which takes us actually up to uh, number 22 on the list hmm. of any movie we've done. That is just below Sandlot, just above Wedding Singer when it comes to nostalgic rating. Wow. Back then, I wouldn't be
2: like, watching those movies over and over Probably and over Probably all of them right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that feels about right. Uh, we will go ahead and strip that away, and we're going to give you a modern-day rating at the end. But first, we've got to learn all the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. Let's hear it. This is going to be quick.
2: Oh, wow. Produced by Lee R. Mays, Lauren Donner, Jonathan Glickman, and Michael Aglar. Lauren Donner is Richard Donner's wife. Ah. Uh, Written by John Zach. He also wrote Shrek the Third. Music by Michael (laughs) Andrews. Cinematography by Richard Crudo. Edited by Jeffrey Wolf. He also uh, edited The Ref and classic Billy Madison. Hey. Good job, guy. Directed by Brendan and Emmett Malloy, Cass, Jason London, Zach Galifianakis, Willie Garson, A.J. Cook, David Denman, Caroline Dehevranes, mm. Derek Hamilton, Todd Richards, Victoria Silvstedt, David Keckner and Lee Majors. Brennan and Emmett Malloy's first big break. The two filmmakers had been directing music videos for a long time before they were offered this film, which was called Hard R at the time. If
3: you've wait wait wait, uh, if you've seen our uh,
1: Bert Kreischer little hangout <laughs> video, that's what they were going to call it. Yes, because like because of why we think that's why they were going to call it. I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not.
0: Come on,
2: you mean why Bert Kreischer's <laughs> I'm going to tell you where, 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 when you said that. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, so uh, they had been doing music videos for a long time. They did a bunch of Jack Johnson music videos.
0: Yeah, they did a lot. I'm sure we'll talk about
2: it. Actually, I think they won a they won some sort of award for a music video they did for um, – it'll come to mind later. It doesn't really matter. The film was shot mostly Good. in British Columbia. That's it for that. The film was originally going to be rated R, but the studio made them uh, cater to a more younger audience for PG-13. So it was, it, this movie is heavily edited, and when it, when like the special edition came out, they didn't include like a director's cut, which is kind of weird. Like, they should have just been like, this is what we wanted. It, it just it probably be. didn't make enough money to like have them re-edit it again, I guess, probably. Uh, Out Cold was released on November 21st, 2001, and on a budget of $24 million, the film only made $14.8 million. Here's our next segment.
1: Uh, well, hold on. Before that, we got to talk about how you guys can help this podcast. One of the best ways you can do is share it. This is the type of movie that you think of a friend immediately or a brother or a sibling when you're like, Oh, we used to always watch that. So hit that little share icon on the podcast you're listening to this on. Send it to them. That is one of the best ways you can support us. Also, check us out, confusedbreakfast.com. We got all of our ratings for every movie we've done, uh, links to buy merch from us, all that fun stuff. And if you're caught up on all the episodes you're looking for more, we have a couple options for you. Go to YouTube, subscribe there. You can watch us. I'm wearing snowboard goggles. Oh. You can't figure that out from the audio recording right now. But I, if you
2: watch us on YouTube. Of all the videos that I watch on YouTube, they also say hit the bell and subscribe I don't and comment. Like, I don't but, like that. Do you like when they say that? Well, I never do it, but you know, I guess it's mandatory to say if we're working for YouTube now.
1: Okay. So you're here, mm. ready, let me try that again. Yeah, make sure you check us out on YouTube, and make sure you hit that subscribe button and ring that bell so you can be aware of any time we drop a new movie, okay? Thanks,
0: bros. Yeah, bro. Smash that like button. Make uh. sure you leave a se- comment section. And please go to <laughs> <laughs> com slash Confused Breakfast. That's where you can
1: get all kinds of bonus audio. Vote on upcoming movies, private Discord channel, and so much more. Thank you all who give and yes. keep giving. Thank you so much. So, next segment, we got to talk to AJ. He does the research for us to talk about the critical and fan ratings and reviews. What do you got on this one, bro? Oh,
0: no. Oh, my God. It's not good when you got to go to the (laughs)
3: tomato. Gross. Yeah. Uh, (laughs)
0: Eight.
3: Oh.
1: Do you? 8% eight, eight, eight critic rate. The critics believe this is an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. And What I want to ask you is, where do you think that lies in any movie we've done?
2: It's. I mean, it's I, there with Three Ninjas, but I think Three Ninjas is
1: like a five.
0: It's got to be like the number worst, the third or fourth worst. It
1: is the third worst movie we've done. Uh, Actually, Three Ninjas is is well above this. Really? Blank check is a nine. That's what it is. (laughs) Blank check is a nine. (laughs) Out Cold is an eight. Cocktail is a seven. And Biodome is a four. (laughs) So those are the f- and those are four movies that I would watch right now.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah 100%, I'd be happy to. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm I don't. I don't understand that. Maybe not man. cocktail, but
3: I, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of hate for cocktail being on my bottom ten. <laughs> I know, I like, know,
0: cocktail. <laughs>
1: have
0: you not seen? Have you seen cocktails? Like, yeah, yeah, we have. That's yeah, the whole point. I mean, of this. We've, we've seen it. just watched.
2: We've, it. Just we've watched it. seen it. it lately. Critic, <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I, yeah, that doesn't make like it's bad. You don't like out cold. Eight or eight percent? Seven? Eight percent. Eight percent. Okay, so. That means like you watch it and it's just like that was a waste of film, that was a waste yeah. of all these actors time, that was a waste of money. Yes. But it's entertaining. I didn't like, I didn't
1: laugh one time. Nothing about mm-hmm. it was nothing entertaining. Nothing made me
0: smile. No. Nothing. uh uh-uh. uh Not a thing. Okay. Audiences literally think it's over 10 times better at 84%.
1: <laughs> wow, dude. Okay, just what I want to ask you So you know. This is this is worth talking about. Okay. 8% critics, 84% fans. That is the number one biggest difference of any movie we have ever done. I wow. went back, but here's the other ones. Ready? So, Out Cold had a seventy-six percent difference between critics and fans. Wow. Boondock Saints was next with a sixty-one percent. Cocktail fifty-one percent. <laughs> Tommy Boy forty-nine. Heavyweights forty-eight. So, those are all. Those are five movies where fans like it that much more than critics did. Wow. That's why we
2: trust them. Way much more over than the actual credits who get paid to write about
0: these things. Yeah, they get paid. Yes. No big deal. Yeah. They're they're biased. They're paid off. Come on. Now. They are. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Got them. Yeah. The, uh, the views
2: expressed in this movie don't apply to the Chicago Tribute.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Genie Sisks. Uh six point two on IMDB though. Eighty
1: fourth on our list. Pretty low. Tied with kindergarten cop and just friends.
0: I'd Just happily watch right yeah. those movies. Yeah, that sounds great to me. It sounds like a great evening in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this really did, again, you know, critics did not really appreciate this. Uh, a couple of quick excerpts, if you will. The Chicago Tribune. This is uh, Robert K. Elder. Uh, the other boys didn't have time to deal with this movie, apparently. <laughs> they,
2: they, got their, they got their intern to review yeah. I <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah, I got, a real, I got a real cold case for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck off. Give me a fuck. Yeah, get hey. out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: this sophomoric little gimmick picture, although at times serving as no more than a showcase for daredevil snowboarding, provides enough powder power to keep the audiences laughing even over the Rocky parts.
3: Hey, that right. was
0: a 50 out of 100. Rockies, get it. Rockies. Dang it, Mike. You're you're derailing. <laughs> okay. New York Post gave also cute <laughs> a 50 out of 100. Lou Lemennick just called it a cheerfully dopey snobs versus slobs team comedy. That's about it. Uh, fine. Right,
3: yeah.
0: Um, there, I wanted to try and pull some stuff out of this zero out of 100. Zero out of 10. It's the same math. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Wait, actually, is is a zero out of ten the same
1: as a zero out of a thousand? I don't.
0: Like, it, it how is. does
1: that work? Because a one a one out of ten is not the same as one out of a thousand, but is it, a zero out of ten it the can't,
2: same? It can't be. Like if you're hey, doing that kind of if, like, if like you, a you, zero it, out of a hundred has to be like but at zero least times 10. zero zero. It's the
0: same math, bro. <laughs> zero times a hundred oh is zero. We're getting zero zero times a thousand is zero. We're getting okay. so deep. Math is bad for me. Okay. Well, we're here to help. Okay, thanks. okay. <laughs> Let's. All you need to do is apply it to something you enjoy, and that's movie ratings.
3: <laughs> oh, now I get it. <laughs> now.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> I'll take it from the take it from the top here. Uh the white powder scene everywhere. This is in 2001 by the way. I think that's important. And this to note. is a 0 out of 100. This is a 0 out of 100 the Austin Chronicle and I believe it's Marjorie Baumgarten. who didn't you mention her at one point or, or was that the same person? I'm not sure. So like if this person reviews it like she's going to like
2: Oh no, that's um
0: Pauline Kale, sorry. Pauline Kale. Okay, I bet I bet her and Marge would get along. Great, okay. Okay. I think they should go bowling. <laughs>
3: Marge boarding.
0: and Pauline. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds like a great show to watch. Uh, the white powder seen everywhere in Out Cold is not anthrax, but its effect is nearly as deadly. <laughs> That's
3: <is> so stupid.
0: <laughs> Be a good patriot and avoid this substance. What? <laughs> what? Okay. okay what, so <laughs> 2001. We all know. <laughs> okay, we get it. What the
2: fuck? I hate. This. <laughs> you should be canceled for that.
0: I think, right? I feel like people you do should. that,
2: right? And not back
0: then. I I, I don't know. Uh, this snowboarding comedy is a smutty, lowbrow PG-13 teen sex farce. And before attacking me for my comparatively elitist aesthetics, consider this: the patron saint of out cold, Louis Arquette, who to whose memory this movie is dedicated, is an advocate of drunken bare-ass snowboarding. Uh, there's an even there's even a statue in town of, of the founder of the fictional Bull Mountain, uh, posing with drop trousers. Uh, so uh, so much for the memory of Sonny Bono. Um, I don't know what that means because Sonny,
2: Sonny Sonny Bono like Sonny and Cher died skiing. Is it
0: well Cher Cher did it Cher Cher <laughs> of Sonny
2: and Cher yeah did. but Sonny did um,
0: right? yeah. yeah 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 Cher lived on
2: well she died a little bit.
0: Do you believe in <laughs> life be after love? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How you, did we get here? Do you believe in auto tune? Do you? Be-
2: <laughs> okay, so well, what? Like, what's she saying? Like, she just doesn't like butts being shown on
1: film. That it's yes.
0: it's basically just a crass comedy of just putting fart jokes to where uh, does punk Sonny music. Bono come? Uh, because he, died, he, he he died crashing into a tree. He, he cr- crashed into a tree skiing in a ski. I'm accident. sure a lot of
2: people have whatever. And,
0: like, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: How dare you besmirk the memory of Sonny Bono. I was like, that's that's what you got out of this?
0: Yeah. I hate her. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of the worst, right? Um, so, <laughs> well, uh, I'll just finish it up with this. The, the one thing that could have saved out Cold would have been the inclusion of spectacular snowboarding sequences. But even here, the filmmakers don't seem to be trying terribly hard. What can you say about a movie that includes its outtake blooper reel before the closing credits? Oh,
1: that's an automatic. Deduction we recommend. Of, you oh, ex-
0: whoa! We recommend you exercise due vigilance against the new white powder scourge. Hey,
2: if you maybe had a good time watching this movie, look at us having a good time making it. That's kind of fun, right? Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: well, well. Uh, let's just do some. Uh, let's do some quick viewers here. Two out of ten. Out cold. If you watched it. <laughs> the one you wanted said, uh, generic snow <laughs> snow movie comedy. <laughs> I didn't <really> like that? <laughs> <Snow> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a snow movie oh, comedy. It's a, oh, this is a snow comedy. Way different Stop. Than, than. It's not a snow co- a snow comedy. Oh, a snow <laughs> comedy. Yeah, Got it. Yeah.
2: Like snow slow moving.
0: Mm. God <laughs> damn. save it. the whatever from being sold, etc. The plot is dated even for something out of the turn of the century. Skip it. It is not even funny. Not really worth your time.
2: AJ, I have a question for you. How is have it... you not gone crazy reading these reviews?
0: Oh, um, out of
2: 120 episodes, whatever we've done.
0: My, I think I think my eyes do twitch a little bit more every episode. Yeah. You can you can tell uh, as if you watch back.
2: Yeah, I can. You get eyes are getting a little baggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's uh, it's a thing for sure. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give you a 10 out of 10. This is a great movie, said Psycho 420 Dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I already love this guy. I don't care what
0: he says. This dude snowboard. <laughs> no,
2: yeah. no, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> no, but he has a lot of snowboarding equipment.
2: <laughs> I, I don't snowboard, but I love SSX Tricky.
0: Dude. <laughs> oh, dude, is that your snowboard? Yeah. It's like, do you want to go sometime? No. No, oh. no, how? <laughs> this movie is a great movie, I think. It is a great comedy. If you have, if you have a sense of humor, S i n c e since since of humor, we would love Lucas this coach. movie. <laughs> it is it's very funny, and they got great actors in this movie. I would give it a ten out of ten. You did, great movie, <laughs> <laughs> great movie. You need to see it if you haven't. So make sure you get it and see it because it's hilarious. And if you don't like this movie, uh, you got to have a bad sense sense of humor because it's funny. Jason London is a great actor uh and he and he did great in the movie so did the woman who played his ex <laughs> there were beautiful women in the movie funny jokes everything was great about it so so what much more could you ask for in a movie so make sure you see this movie and i'm sure you will very much like it it's worth seeing All 10 right. out of 10 yep um yeah
2: 10 out of 10 man 10, a, i'm going to give this a 10 i'm going to tile it 10 out of 10 and then i'm then gonna, I'm going to give it a I'm 10 i'm going to say I like it as a ten out
0: of ten. It was really hard again not to read that. Um, as this movie is great, I think it's a great comedy, great sense of humor. If you have Just a sense of humor, sentences. great sense of humor. It's
3: people great because it's hilarious.
0: Say my sense of humor is pretty great. Jason London's a great actor, great young man. He did great in the movie, and so did the young woman who played him. All right, one out of ten. He said. Uh, Arkarin said, sucked, 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 sucked. sucked in 2001 three words that was the For, title that was the title cool he said sucked uh, seven times cool three words these movies sucked it was horribly it was horrible absolutely horrible worst movie i've ever seen i wish i would have shot myself before seeing this movie it was very dumb and i wouldn't waste me money on this horrible horrible movie you can't even call it a movie it is stupid horrible don't go see i promise you will hate it thank you so much thank you arkerin
2: it's fun because like if you shoot yourself before you watch it you can't watch it Right? And you can't watch well, it because you have
0: to go to the hospital
3: right. and then you're yeah.
1: forcing other people to not watch it too cuz they'll have bad memories of the movie cuz that's what you shot yourself yeah. to yeah
0: yeah right so
1: that's really the thing Yeah. If you think about it yeah
0: you want to if you want to taint uh, a movie for the rest of time yeah oh, just soak it with blood. <laughs> yeah.
1: AJ, in my research, I, I wanted to make sure I read this because this we're putting it immortalized in a place that you need to forever go find reviews at. Yes. Kind of like we talked about Eric's bad movie reviews. Yes. This is from Christiananswers.net. Mm.
0: I love it already.
1: And so that's our reminder to look at them for reviews. Yep, This is okay. what they said about the movie. This film is loaded with sexual innuendos and sexually explicit physical humor. Right. Not just once, but several times throughout the film. Yeah. It has partial nudity and several references to the homosexual lifestyle. Yeah, sure One does. of the characters is even applauded for coming out. Uh-oh. There are discussions about lesbian chat rooms and viewers painfully watch two men portraying women online. My very strong advice is to skip this film and rent or buy Extreme Days when it is released. I looked up Extreme Days. (laughs) Extreme Days is widely considered one of the worst movies ever made. Um, And it's like a Christian version of like a teen hangout. With like Christian rock music. Where well,
2: they're and stuff. all they all have their uh, hands in their pockets correct. and they just sit yeah. there and talk about Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes.
1: Widely Fuck's regarded sick. as one of the worst movies uh, ever. Oh, on I'm gonna lose my
2: mind. Hail Satan for fucking life. Oh
0: jeez, dude. So I just thought I we should talk that. about that. Shirts tucked in and hands in pockets. That's what that That's what the entire movie is.
2: Oh, my elbow touched your elbow. I'm so sorry. My
0: elbow touched your
1: elbow. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. Well, before we get started on the scene-by-scene breakdown of this amazing movie, it's time to talk about our friend's incredible sponsor and supporter of the podcast, Cedar Ridge Whiskey. Dry January is almost up, you guys. Did we Did we participate? No, not a chance. It was we,
2: damp January.
1: We, it, it we have a, to record this podcast, okay? It was damp. But some of you out there may have been doing the dry January. So now it's time to think about what that first glorious sip is. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, I want a bush lion or I want. <laughs> you got to get something good. You just yeah. spent th- like an entire month not drinking. So you yeah. have to go out. You got to get Cedar Ridge whiskey. You got to pick up their flagship bourbon. You got to get the quintessential American single malt. You got to get the rye collaboration with Slip. Duality, man.
2: 666. Six, six. Fuck
1: yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You have to do that so that that when you decide it's time for February 1st at 12.01 a.m., You need to drink something good, and we think it should be Cedar Ridge Whiskey. They're in our backyard. They're the best whiskey in the entire world. You can pick them up at a store. Uh, If they don't have it, you can order it online at CedarRidgeWhiskey.com directly to your door. Grab a bottle. Trust us. It's the best. Drink responsibly, please. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com.
0: CedarRidgeWhiskey.com, bro. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com.
1: Well, boys, what do you say we grab our snowboards, (laughs) fill up a pint of beer, and head out with our best friends to race down to the bottom of the mountain? NAR. Nothing can stop us because we're young and this is exactly where we want to be. The only negative is the guy to girl ratio of the town, but who knows? Maybe a Playboy Playmate may actually show up at some point. Haggard, dude. I'm gonna need a bucket, a paintbrush, and 10 pounds of salt. Lance, get his pants. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> come back one more time
3: There's
1: a place where I go to take the edge off the day when the so Rick Rambus and his friends all live and work at a ski resort on Bull Mountain in Alaska that is run by Ted, son of the founder Papa Months. Rick wins the annual King of the Mountain snowboard race on the way home. He turns down the advances of
0: Jenny. Rick Rambus. Rick Rambus. Isn't that his name? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds made up. Dude, actually,
1: as I read it, I'm like, did I get that right? I know. I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's his <laughs> name.
0: I think I spent more time like guess guessing if that was what they were saying. Rambus. Rather than actually thinking about the movie. <laughs> They say Rambus or Rampit or Rambo or Rambin or Rabbit or what the hell is his name? This
3: London. This, yeah, London. Oh, right.
1: This is, this is an intro to a movie. This is how it's done.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is
1: <laughs> snowboard porn. This is funny right off the bat. I, I got to admit, I got to admit this. Okay. So when I talk a lot about really shitty songs from the 90s and early 2000s. You go back and you're like, that doesn't work. Like, some of the last couple yeah. movies we've done, you're like, this song's stupid. You love this. All Rats. The first time through, I was like, ooh, Eve 6, anytime. What a fucking cool song. And then I was like, it fits perfect. I like it. Damn it. I kind of like Eve 6. <laughs> if you're going to pick a band from that era, like, I don't mind them as much as some of the other ones.
2: I was one my pride. No, the, d- d- of stop. No. The other stuff. The The
1: b <laughs> I just think I just think this intro is incredible it, it's 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 what we all want to see it's the snowboard porn it's getting you ready to like into the lifestyle and by the way David Keckner we're gonna talk about him throughout he should have been in this movie 10 times more than he was yeah it's right I said at least 10 more minutes of screen time yep like yeah. it's written down it's, it had to have been he was amazing from the start and you want more. As this movie goes on
2: yeah i think I think introing him introing this movie as that weird ass character is <laughs> i just love David Keckner is amazing, yeah, in everything that he does, and uh like even serious roles too <laughs> like nowadays he he does some serious roles, and they're great, um I think he's maybe the best part of this movie. <laughs>
0: Like he's, every he's time he there. shows
2: up, you know, like especially when him and Zach Galifianakis are on screen, she's like, "This is the best movie ever made."
0: Yeah, uh, I love, I love that it is him introing this movie and his like description of of snowboarding or skiing and all this good stuff, and uh, it's like just like a woman, you know. <laughs> Once you think you know every inch of her. Bam! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it, like, and the and the shots of this movie though too. Like, you remember all the skateboard videos? It's like the same thing it's for same. Uh, oh, yeah. snowboarding. And I think uh, it it is just that. It's like we're going to show a bunch of crashing and like they, that last guy before they go to the, the title freeze screen. frame.
1: The freeze frame on his face. Yeah. and then it starts. How cool! Like that's perfect.
0: Yeah, it, you're. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> That is a moment when I was when I was younger. I like looked away and I decided at that point I was like I'm probably not going to do any snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like this is that would be a big big problem for me if I decided to snowboard. I think wiping out is just what snowboarding is. Yeah, that's all snowboarding is to me.
2: That's all I see. Especially like at the end of this, you know, like time there is snowboarding footage, you're just like, well, that took at least. And it's like it's like skateboarding. Like we invented. Yeah. Um. You know, like, uh, that probably took 18 takes, and they got the last one, And you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it is, it is like, good footage. It's, like, point break level kind of good footage. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot, and there's, you know, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. of snowboarding in this movie.
2: Really? For the for the most part yeah. like an
1: actual snowboarding, yeah. right? Cuz then you get they're in the bar we're, Forty we're 49's in, playing. Yeah. I fucking love James Gang. So like it what do you think about the soundtrack in general because I'm sure we'll get to some of it cuz then you're getting to eventually then I think we've got like a Sum 41 song which again like if you're picking bands that you like like they're pretty good from that era
0: too like It's it's all over the place. Yeah. But I I love it. Um, I have no problem with it. the The Malloys, the Malloys were music video directors. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at their like what they've done? It's a lot. Have you like their what they've worked with? I I pulled it up because cause they were like, oh, music video directors. I was like, okay, yeah, we've all directed music <laughs> <Yeah>. videos, okay. <laughs> Actually, we
1: all have. <laughs> um,
0: but like even leading up to this, uh, responsibility by MXPX, breakout Foo Fighters, a little respect, Weedus. Um, some of the other bands I'll just say uh, The Rock Show by Blink 182 Damn. Um, American Hi-Fi Alien Ant Farm New Found Glory My Friends Over You right. Now Def Leppard The Taste of Ink The Used and, and then it keeps going on Saint Anger by Metallica um, oh. They didn't I mean, have anything
1: to do with the snare
2: drum. No, okay. they didn't. Kid, <laughs> they filmed it, though. Kid Rock, Great
0: The Shins, Jack Johnson, obviously, The Black Eyed Peas, White Stripes, Ben oh, Fold, Santana, Wolf Mother, Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson, <laughs> Wolf Mother, <laughs> Angels and Airwaves. I mean, it goes on and on, all the way up to, like, 2010 and stuff, where they're still doing Vampire Weekend, 303, if Silver Sun Pickups, Say Anything. Right. What the heck? It's a good body of work. Why are they making... Movies like this, where they could just do that. Yeah, are you kidding me? I think
2: they won a Grammy for best video, or like best directing, or something for uh, one of the White Stripes' like music docs that they did, or maybe it was like one of the one of their videos. But they, I mean, they're award-winning filmmakers. Yeah,
0: it's insane their body of work.
1: When you get into this King of the mountain scene where that's where you realize there's not much, we've got a bunch of stunt snowboarders, but then we've got everyone, all of our main people just standing on a, on a board that's maybe being pulled by something and they're sitting down. But I have a question for you. I I have a couple questions about King of the mountain. Number one, the rules are what first, first one down first one to the statue with most beer in your glass at what point. Okay. So let's say first person gets down there and there's no beer in their glass. Does the second person then automatically become the winner if they have a little bit more beer in their glass, or can I think so. then the third can the last person show up and have the most beer? What it, what is more important, getting there first or having more beer in your glass? I feel like this
2: is like Mario Drunk cart kind of rules, you know, a little bit because if you
0: if you come right.
2: in if you are first but you still have beer left, you're not winning. you're disqualified. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And so, so if you, you have be, no beer, you don't win.
1: Right. But but yeah, but then what if two what if the second person shows up with with an inch of beer and the third person shows up with 2 inches of beer and then the fourth person shows up with 4 inches of beer, who wins and when does it stop?
0: I think <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? I, I <laughs> I'm confused. I I know what you're saying. I think there's got to be a time limit, right? I mean, I feel like if they're going to Look, you know what? Actually, scratch that, Mike. There are no rules, and rule number one is more of a guideline. Okay, <laughs> it's not about it's not about that. It's about it's about who got there with some beer in their glass. Let's be real. Okay. I think, I yeah, think I
2: mean, it's more know, of like a like a, cha- like a drunk kind of yeah. challenge to like get down the hill with beer. But yeah. it doesn't really. They're like it's like who's on it anyway? Like there's, the points don't matter, and then nobody wins.
1: You yeah. Know? Well, is that why like. Listen, if you are taking this seriously, what are you doing
0: backflips for? Why are you going <laughs> off ramps? Why are you? There's a ramp. I have to do a backflip. That's not. the better question, right there. It's like, oh, there
1: goes all the beer. Oh, That's, no. it's <laughs> like
2: it's like any like racing game, like Tony Hawk. You have a time limit, but yeah. there's a jump. Like I'm gonna do a fucking Indy
0: 500. Yeah. It this looks, is for
1: King of the Mountain, dude. I'm going to
0: do a Christ air every time I see a jump. Absolutely. As long as there's Power Man 5000 playing in the background, I'm doing tricks, okay? <laughs> like that's this, what's happening. This is
1: for a date with the only available girl in town. I'm going to take this seriously. You're right. <laughs> I'm not doing backflips. I'm making it to the bottom with most beer as fast as I can.
0: And so if uh, if Rick wouldn't have one, um would would Jenny have gone home with another person? I don't know. See? Okay, here's, here's my thing with them.
2: What the fuck is going on with them two? So she she just got out of a relationship, right? And he's also getting over, what's her name, Anna? Yeah. She He's getting over Anna. She is over her boyfriend. It yes. looks like, what the fuck is wrong? Act like adults and fucking hook up.
0: Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Clear it out. All
1: right? Yeah. Get it out. No, he doesn't want to. It's all on Rick. She's putting herself out there, and Rick's like, now. So this is what no. I... <laughs> I'm celibate. Now. I don't, don't want to do that to disrespect you. Now. And if that's the
2: case, he does that over and over and over again throughout yes. this entire movie. He fuck, like he treats her like shit. Yes. And yeah. the only thing that I hate about them too is that she's just like, well, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. She's just like okay with everything and. She he treats her she, honestly he, he treats like almost everybody like shit. He does. In this
1: movie. I have a feeling we're going to get into some sort of a Dave Morgan here oh, no. as we get on a little bit. But she says that line. She says one week of one week of mourning for 6 months together. Do you do you buy that? Um I wait, think, what? So she goes she goes, "Well, how long were you together?" And she said she said uh, he said like 3 weeks and she goes, "Well, it's you can you're allowed to mourn for one week." a breakup for every six months that you were together. So if you were together for two years, you have to take four weeks to mourn that breakup.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, I, actually, no, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. Actually.
0: I'm I'm saying, If, if if you have a problem with it, should it be less or more?
1: I think, I think, no, I think you're right. I think, I think that's actually, I was going to debate it. No, I think you're right. Like, so yeah, you're, you were with someone for three years, right? That is a, a six-week-long mourning period of just, like, I'm so sad. So yeah. that's,
2: like, what, a month and some change? Yes.
1: Yeah. Sounds about
2: right. I'm kind of in there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's, like... It depends how it ended, too,
0: but...
1: And that's yeah. what she's saying. She's, like, dude, you knew this girl for two
0: days. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, drop it. You're never going to see her again. Let's right. go. Look at me. I'm the only woman in this movie, and I'm like one of the. Up.
2: I'm the stereotype perfect girl for everybody. I'm just like one of the. I can drink with the best of them. I'm the best stereotype kind of typecast
0: girl yep. there is in this town. You know. Yeah, like I, so it's I'm like, hot, but I drink a lot of beer and, yeah. and eat pizza with the guys and do stuff. And I I never change at all. Yeah, I do like, I do butthole jokes too. Yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> another question for you Anthony, uh, Flex Alexander. What does he do on the mountain? Cuz he clearly works at this resort. When when they get it taken over, he gets his blue jacket for like the ski instructor jackets. Yeah. He can't snowboard.
0: He can't. He so can't. What,
1: Is he teaching lessons?
0: Did he, did, like, what happened? You know, it's like, hey, it's time to get over that, you know? Put that thing away. Oh, you right. You know, something happened, but we never saw what it was.
1: Do so you think he was a good snowboarder? But Wait, who are we talking about? I'm sorry. Flex, ah,
0: Anthony. Right. Uh, Flex
1: Alexander plays Anthony. He's yeah. the guy that can't snowboard yeah. okay. at all. Okay.
0: Or is it the token joke?
1: That's that's feels like where it's going. Is yeah. that's where we're going it's with like this guy? Yeah. Ah, the token black guy uh, doesn't know how to snowboard. Guy, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh
1: man.
2: I didn't. You know, like I I I read someone say that at, like in reviews or this of this or something, and I'm like, I didn't I didn't ever really think that, but I do think it's a funny joke. Yeah. Nonetheless, like it doesn't matter that he's black. It could have been anybody else. <laughs> Just like, and four. Yeah. Five. <laughs> like I like that's kind of fun.
0: And I think it's also it's also great because they still, like, love and respect him. Yeah. Like, he's yes. got, like, so much respect to theirs. So
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> I almost wish they would have just made it clear what he did. Like, he was, yeah. like, Lance. Lance is the bartender, right? Yeah. 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 So I wish he would have been, like, a, they would have shown him working at, like, the front desk of the hotel or something. Yeah, like that'd that would been
0: cool. Exactly. And
1: then you can be like, yeah, well, clearly he's just trying to hang out with his buddies. Does not a snowboard.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't really snowboard very well, but it's like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) No, I agree. Um, Bar, Avi, um, another place that we want to probably drink. 100%. that place looks
1: awesome. El Matador. Lance is the shit.
2: I fucking love Lance. Roy from The Office. Roy from The Office. Uh, David Denner. Yeah. That man.
0: So good in this. He, he graduated from juilliard really i believe <laughs> really? he is a highly trained very very good actor and if you look at some of his more serious roles like there is uh, what's one it's like called the recruit where he plays like the secretary of the vice president or like
1: wait like with uh, colin farrell
0: uh, Are we talking about it's a like a TV movie? show. Okay. It's like it's like a TV show or something like, like that.
1: Colin Farrow and Al Pacino?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the recruit? No. no, no. okay, Okay. No. But like he plays like this very serious political advisor who's probably ordered a lot of hits on people. And you're like, he's very scary in that. And then I immediately went back and watched him in this, and he's doing <laughs> oh, God, I love chicks. <laughs> chicks love me, so it's all good. So it's all good. <laughs>
3: it's like,
1: when he's standing there, something's so gross to me. Is the the somebody wearing like a, yes. um, a a sleeveless shirt and having their hands in the air and just armpit hair all over the place? Yeah. I'm not. That's not for me. That's uh, Bart. I've never bartended,
2: but I know that it's hard work and like you probably sweat a bunch. If, yeah, and especially if it's busy. You know, yeah. so if you're like this, you just yeah, you're, you're just
0: leaking, man. You're just you're you're just flicking some water. <laughs> yes. This is what's happening. Like you need you need a hairnet for your armpits at that <laughs> exactly. point. It's not okay. So <laughs> a little dental dam, maybe <laughs> a little dental dam. Wrap that up. (laughs) Oh, no. So
1: scene two, Ted is selling the resort to an investor named John Majors. He arrives and falls in love with the town. Pigpen has a daydream fantasy, and Rick flashes back to a girl he's still in love with. He then shows John Majors around the mountain. Uh, Lee Majors
2: as mm-hmm. Lee Majors, pretty much. Right. And is, John is, Majors. is but, pretty yeah. great in this, to be honest. I, lo- I love his... I don't like... You know, he uses the hard R word yeah, quick, quite with, a bit. Uh, with that guy a lot. But uh, the other things that he does t- like say to him are really funny. Like, yeah. don't- <laughs> Sorry, Short Sack, but you give me the
1: creeps. <laughs> <fucking love> <laughs> I did see a lot of reviews where people were like, oh, "Lee Majors was just the worst." I was like, "I actually really liked he him. He was kind of good. He in served
0: this. the role of what we wanted him to be in this yeah. movie." Yeah, I think he did it, serviced it very well. Yeah, like he is—he's an imposing figure figure on this like cast. You know, he comes in, he's rolls in in a Hummer. He's wearing a cowboy hat and leather, and he's just—he is like this—he is this resort guy. Yeah, you know, he owns resorts. You know. It, it, if you saw him anywhere, in like even just like a grocery store, you'd be like, "About that guy who owns, owns a couple of resorts." <laughs> that's
3: you know, just the uh, way it
0: is. This movie is kind of
2: it reminds me of Saving Silverman, even though I think Saving Silverman's light years better than this movie. Um, but this character could also be played by Arlie Ermy and that's kind of like what Ooh. Arlie Ermy is in Saving Silverman. Like it's it's like a pretty good it's like a hard hardened man like playing this kind of comedic kind of uh, dropout kind of thing yeah I like it a lot
1: we got to talk about Zach Galifianakis here Um, so. This point, many people look back on this and they're like, oh yeah, get Galifianakis. But his career at this point was really non-existent. Mm. He had done he had a, he had a few TV appearances, very very small uh, small roles before this. He was at, he was in Bubble Boy and Corky Romano. Oh yeah, like a very small points. So you're like, that guy's funny, but I don't know who he mm-hmm. is. Then he does this. This is his first major like major role, not that he's the star or anything, but he's, he's a featured member of the cast. And then from there, like, this is when I first saw him. Then I went on a love affair with this man Mm -hmm. and he's still ways from being, I mean, hangovers, what did it for him? And that was 2010 or 11 or something like that. So he's got this nine years where he did some very funny stuff that if you do like Zach Galifianakis, you need to go check it out. He was on the Stella shorts, Oh, if you okay. remember Stella, that's yeah. Show Walter, oh, Ian yes. Black, basically Hot American yes. Summer. Yeah. David Wayne. Yes, yeah. David Wayne. He was on that. There was a thing that he did called Comedians of Comedy with uh, Brian Posehn yes. and oh. um Patton Oswald. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable documentary that you can find. It's so fucking funny. And Comedy then Central. Yeah. And then obviously Live at the Purple Onion, which is mm-hmm. now a legendary Stand up thing, but those things I sought those things out after this movie, and which is why I knew going into the Hangover, I'm like, this is going to be gigantic. Yeah, and I saw it on (laughs) opening opening day, and I went, oh my god, everyone's (laughs) going to know who Zach Galifianakis is from here. So he's, and he even has a joke in Live at the Purple Onion. He's like, he's like, oh, you guys know me from. That snowboarding movie I did with Lee Majors. <laughs> 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 I just man, I just love. I love him in this movie. I love how he's kind of like the cool tough guy. Yeah, he's like, just a weird role for him, sort of. You I
2: know? I love him in this, and like even even further on after the Hangover and stuff, I love his roles, um, especially like like even more overtly. Com- kind of serious roles like Birdman. Oh god. He's like so, so good in Birdman like you have to do those long ass takes and I think he was the one that held it together the most yeah. out of that whole cast which is kind of I mean being an improv person probably.
0: Well, and for this um you know you get to see later in the outtakes they definitely give him gave him some leeway in this <laughs> yeah. as a comedy presence <laughs> to have some to have some improv uh options and and opportunities. And but it is his delivery of just a dry delivery that somehow like you said about his other stuff just kind of almost keeps this movie together yep. mm-hmm. from it, it. How, how, how does he do it so well of being obnoxious and saying su- such, obnoxious things and doing very obnoxious things uh, in this movie, but also having this dry delivery and somehow seeming like one of the most grounded characters he of the entire is, cast. Yeah. Right. And like,
1: yeah, he's, like, the reason why we get some of these scenes. He, Him passing out in the bar mm-hmm. every time is why we're getting the the polar bear scene. And then later on, the spitting car scene. Oh, yeah. my gosh,
0: dude. And, <laughs> and they're all hilarious. Yeah. They're
1: all hilarious.
2: Who plays the – or what's the guy's name that's, um, like, the – Carpe diem, sees the car. Pig Pigpen. Pig pen. Pig pen. There's always the character in his movies who are just fucking stupefied by tits. <laughs> like every time they see him, it's just like, oh my god! Every everything has went black except these tits right yeah. in front. <laughs> Jesus man, like it, it. It there's some of this movie that just is dated for me and it makes me cringe. Yeah, I, I we were talking about the music earlier. Some of it, a lot of it, makes me like, oh no, I just. <laughs> Like Island in the Sun, you know, like it's oh early two thousands hangout teen movie. Got to have Island in the Sun. I'm just like, oh no, like I don't know. It
0: makes me think, like how many how many real people in the world feel like they had this exact same thing to the exact same song?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I had Pedro Hornies. We'll
0: always have Pedro Hornies. It's (laughs) like uh, I could tell she was different because she had a top on. (laughs) 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 She was French. She wasn't drunk, you know. Like, uh, like how many people? It makes me think back to like the two thousands, um, and how many people thought, "Yeah, Island in the Sun just takes me back, bro." You know, what I
1: to mean? the most beautiful place on earth. Yeah,
0: Cancun, Mexico. Cancun, bro. Mexico.
1: <laughs> well, Sean, you are talking about the you're talking about the songs, and like, so Jack Johnson had six songs in this movie. <laughs> Which I was like, thinking about it, now you're like, oh, my God, Jack Johnson. Yeah. But go back in time, dude. This is 2001. He had only just released that first album, Brushfire Fairy Tales. What's the one
2: with fucking the monkey on it? uh, On and on, maybe. George. Yeah,
1: whatever. (laughs) I just remember seeing him like, what What is this? (laughs) But this was 2001 so he was not a no one knew who he was and he was friends with these directors uh-huh. cuz they had just done uh prior to this they had just done a surfing documentary called Thicker Than Water which mm-hmm. is awesome like go, go look it up it's a beautiful beautiful picture the intro of this movie but with surfing and good music and point and, break point break yes point
0: break. johnny tsunami
1: but but i it was weird thinking about jack johnson like it kind of sucks that he got so Big and like frat boyish because Jack Johnson's amazing. And like, you go back to some of those old albums, they were incredibly unique for the time. And then they just got so overplayed by every college dorm and like yeah. every boat that you've ever been on. It's like, got the new Jack Johnson. <laughs> dude, fucking beat y- rock, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. Well, Sean, you were talking about Pigpen. What do you think about the, that dream sequence thing where he's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, is that, yeah, I <sighs> okay. felt like that was so funny to me back in the day, but I also felt like this was one of the worst kind of like modern day it's, moments of the movie. It does nothing for the movie. Yeah.
2: At, like at all. It's just another like funny thing to make you like Pigpen as like this skeezy stupefied by Tits character.
0: I His name's uh Derek Hamilton is yeah. the actor and and you're right it does nothing to service the movie other than the fact of you need to know where his priorities lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. And you can get that just by looking at him. I think him. we figured that out. And it's it's basically it's basically like any any young guy who just I save the day and I get the girl, but on steroids, yeah. like James Bond style. It's an it's just too much. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hit this button.
0: Ooh, oh, here's a prop.
1: <laughs> Lots of props in this movie. Lots of things. I have a whole list, but I'm gonna go with what I feel most encompasses me that I could use in the real world. I want Major's ski suit with the <laughs> yeah. tassels on it, the cowboy hat. <laughs> I feel like I could go to like Breckenridge. You're a tassels guy. Well, <laughs> you're a tassels the guy. older I get, the more I'm into
0: tassels. Hey, like we like. put those that with, with Lloyd's gloves. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you, just yeah. Like,
1: you just like more phalanges.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you do. I
1: feel like I can wear that. I feel like I can hit the slopes on my board and wear that. And I think people will be like,
0: that's cool, dude. That is and a I'll cool be like, you're guy. you're right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will make it look like Mike's going faster, that's what he wants. <laughs> That's really what I'm hoping for. Oh, oh
2: yeah. man, I think I am going to go with mm. AJ you go before me.
0: I'll tell you what I want. I want the I want the ball. I want the mechanical bowl. Mm. Where are you going to put it? I put it in this room. <laughs> <laughs> that's the intro to every show. <laughs> it,
2: right. We just turn it on. It kicks everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> knocks everything off the thing. It's either that or the boot, boot that's caught in Eric's ass, but I just figured I'd just go with the bowl. It that's sounds pretty fun. good. That's yeah. pretty good. I like
1: that. Yeah. What um, about you, Sean? I I want... I thought you would take David Koechner's, like eagle shirt that he's wearing. <laughs> it, that was pretty dope. You uh, know when, he, when he's like... You ever go in one of those lesbian chat rooms, <laughs> and he, he goes, hmm, "No, what about you?" I don't
0: know. No, <laughs> it's not me. Not me. Get it, It's the delivery. It's the delivery of David Kettner. You ever go in one of them lesbian chat, chat rooms? Are uh, they good? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with uh, his
2: toolbox. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want the like his toolbox and the contents of therein.
3: Okay. Oh, he, uh, he and, David when he goes
2: and helps out oh, Zach Alphinet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my God,
0: that's great. <laughs> okay. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut of <laughs> the, the lime. All right. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, I
1: love that scene. <laughs> All right, so scene three. Majors brings his daughters with him to the bar. Inga captures everyone's attention, and his other daughter, Anna, is the girl that ditched Rick in Mexico. She is engaged, and Rick drowns his sorrows, forgetting about his date with Jenny. The other guys fight over Inga. Can't be an early 2000s
2: party movie without the foreign hot girl with huge fake tits. Gotta be there. Uh,
0: hello, Victoria Silfstead, Playmate
2: of the Year. Come on, <laughs> I, it's just, it's just like so it's American Pie. Like, it's just, uh, it's why, like, I I, I just, uh, <laughs> it just makes me f- like cringe. Like, these movies, they're all the same, but I mean, this one's a little different. I would actually say I like this better than American Pie, so I'll probably be asking for that rating later. Don't know, um, <laughs> I just, it, the formula is so overwrought, but at this time, I understand that it really was, wasn't. But in in reviewing this in modern day, it's just, oh, it gets to me so hard.
1: Our boy Jarrett Layoff is preparing our list for us of all of our actors ah. that have been in all of our movies. And it's interesting to note that of many of the people, of the accomplished actors we have talked about in this show, mm. uh, Victoria Silvstedt has been in two movies now. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Which other one? A basket basketball. Ball, basketball. Hot, tub, oh, hot yeah. tub and basketball. Same is thing, that, pretty is much. Is that Victoria Silvstedt? Hello? Victoria Silvstedt, Playmate of the Year. <laughs> Go back to your fancy cars, your big houses, your beautiful women. Victoria Silvstedt, Playmate of the Year. <laughs> ah, like, But... She like, okay, we need to get the most like quote unquote beautiful woman of the time to just come in and make some sort of a presence on this movie. And it does right? it does
1: serve. I guess it serves a little bit of a purpose. It is funny to watch them all fight over her and stuff like that. Um yeah. I love uh Anthony's like little dance move that he's done. He's like, I'm gonna go talk to her, I'm gonna go talk to her. <laughs> and and obviously it gets us to the hot tub scene of mm-hmm. and I don't I guess that works with without any with someone else, but also it's like yeah, as a twenty-year-old kid, you're like, "This is great."
0: Yeah, P- pig, pig Pen's like, um, as much as David Kettner's uh, deliveries are, um, Pig Pen's reactions are just as great to me. To be honest, when he's when, when it's like, "Do you know the name for this?" He's like, "Horny maker." <laughs> 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 Little things like that, or or when he's talking about um, when when he it's like, "We've sex with me." and he does this face that you're just like what the hell is that face about every time he's his face is on screen uh he's got a little bit of that rubber face like jim carrey kind of and i think it i think it definitely lends to it and his conquest to just basically hook up with her th- it's a lazy motivator as far as cinema goes <laughs> but it is the motivator for a lot of these guys to just like do things around behind the scenes to chase this woman
2: yeah i and in this is it's, like, piggybacked with uh, Jason London and, well, uh, Rick and Anna, like, back at his place. Like, she hits him with a snowball on the balls. And it's, she, well, first of all, she's like, I have to tell you something. He's like, I don't care anymore. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That's how you handle that. That's right. Um, basically, she's like, I, I was, I'm engaged and you were my cheat. Cut, dick and jet. Right. It's just like, mm, I, I don't know. It, it's a it's a very poorly kind of edited to me, like, I don't know. It, I know it's m- like a teen movie 2000s kind of thing, but it just does not work for me at all. I just don't care at yeah. this point. I just want Zach Galifianakis in, in a dick and a jet. I don't care about that at all. Yeah.
0: Why Why do we have to have this? Why is we this a, uh, it's not, yeah, it's not a thing. And now, by the way, we might as well, I, I don't know if we're there quite yet, but we'll, we'll start. I mean, they're having the conversation. Um, yeah she just they had this relationship when she's engaged and with a doctor pilot who's also in a wheelchair like are we going to sit here and be like yeah go Rick (laughs) what the Hell is wrong with this movie. Yeah. Well, That's and what's so wrong mess. with
2: what's wrong with her too? It's what's just, wrong with her? It, and it's like she like if that was the case, you're not coming into my shack. No, you're not. Like uh, we're we're not being alone together at all anymore. This no. is fucked up.
0: You need to get out of here. Yeah. You need to leave. Please. <laughs>
1: Please. <laughs> there was some funny moments when they when she did finally arrive at the bar. Um, and Luke, she's like telling Luke to play the jukebox. Yeah. And there's two bold assumptions being made here. Number one, there's a very bold assumption by Anna assuming that Island in the Sun is in that jukebox. Right, right. This is not touch tunes of the modern <laughs> no, era. No, no, no. <laughs> there's only a set amount of songs in there. And really, like a ski town? Right, right. In Alaska is probably, probably not going to have Island in the Sun in there. It's Probably going to have 45s, and that's yeah, was
0: somebody, that on a
2: 45 back
1: then. Somebody
0: yeah. really had the foresight to, to have this ironic idea of Island in the Sun and like a mountain yeah. ski town in Alaska. It's kind of fun. It's fun, guys. It's kind of ironic, you know. <laughs> Someone will play it, and you know we'll, we'll reminisce, and you know.
1: <laughs> and, the, and then there's another bold assumption of Rick comes out, songs playing, and he's he's like Luke. I thought I told you to never play that. He, are, he told his best friend to never play that song, so why is he assuming his best friend is the one playing it? Couldn't someone else right. have just been like, oh, I love that song? Weezer's right. kind of fun. Oh, dude. Oh, Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. Dude, heard yeah. Have you heard this song, though? You know heard... Pinkerton? I like Pinkerton. Pinkerton is a solid yeah. one, dude. Here, yeah. play, play the new one from the Green. One. All right, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll check it out. Heck, Luke, yeah, I told you not to play that song. <laughs> not me, bro. Dude, I, I'm here for the weekend. We're just skiing. Whoa. God. <laughs> they get into a fight.
2: Yeah, this is basically like the. The order of events of this entire scene to me It's just like duck hitting the balls by X. Cut next scene. Tits. I'm engaged and you were my cheat. Cut. Dick and jet. Cut. It's just yeah. like get the fuck out of here with this. Like do do one and then like like punch it punch it up with the funny at the end. I don't know.
0: All all I all I need is more vehicle to give Zach Galifianakis more room to yes. do what he does when he's talking about his scars. And yes, it's great because you have you have a beautiful woman and it's like they're like looking like they're gonna hook up it's like oh all these scars it's like well it's not that interesting i skateboarded into a truck and hit a fire hydrant (laughs) it's like it's like it's that's funny right like give me more of that comedy in this i've and i've yeah, I would probably have more fun. Yeah, you know? David
1: Keckner showing
3: up. then. well, the yes.
0: before
2: that, it's bookended with "May Angels Lead You In." For fuck's sake, dude! Yeah. This Angel is
1: so too. I'm like, I, it's so
0: cringy. I can't do it. I was going to ask you how much you love that song.
1: I, yes. I, I do. I think that's. I think Bleed American is one of the best albums ever made. And I, the first time I ever heard that song, I may have cried.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> I mean, but, but probably then, me same. Yeah, like back then, <laughs> for sure. But then you're. But then you're <laughs> they're playing it. They're playing it over. Okay. (laughs) This situation doesn't work. In in 2001, she cheated on her paraplegic boyfriend. (laughs) In 2001, (laughs) I was farthest from being an angel. I was crying over a girl who I dated for three years who broke up with me. But this guy, this guy's crying. This guy's crying over re-meeting a girl that he knew from two years ago for two days who cheated on him with a paraplegic doctor violet. Grow up. (laughs) Grow not romantic.
0: I totally agree. <laughs> this is the opposite of romance. Do you understand? This is the uh, you need to get as far away from this situation as possible. <laughs> even though you tried by going to Alaska, but it didn't work, and here she is now. And you need to move again, Rick. Of all, this all the is ski it.
2: town bars, she had to walk into mine.
0: <laughs> of all do, the gin joints. <laughs> I
1: do love that though. And he hands him the bottle. Yeah, like, Zach's already, Luke's already got it, and he just goes,
0: "Here you go." Well, and <laughs> yeah. when he when he does finally like he he had told the story to Pigpen and everything, and again it's it's just another you know you got to have this serious moment you know hey Pedro Hornies and down to the most beautiful place in the world Genku. <laughs> and then who. <laughs> <laughs> they, they. Even though they don't look anything alike, they play brothers very I well. I think so, they really too, do. I agree. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on.
1: Some of the like the fights they get into yeah. are yeah. just like really believable. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Did Did you see that? I had never noticed it before. When they are doing the flashback at Pedro Horny's and he's like. He's like riding home by himself on the bicycle. He's on the back of a tandem bicycle. Yeah, which means which means no one's steering <laughs> the front. The front person has the steering yeah, wheel on yeah, a tandem the, bicycle. The back one does not steer; it just pedals.
0: Well, see, it's actually like it's a deeper metaphor, Mike, because he's on the back and he's, and he's out not. Of steer, he's not steering his own life. <laughs> oh. See, it's a really deep meaning. About this. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Shut up, Sean. No, keep going. <laughs> no, tell me more about- So then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this oh. this team party <laughs> movie.
0: But then it comes back, <sighs> and he's the one driving the car, meaning he's gaining control again. <sighs> oh.
2: Childs is the thing.
0: Childs was. a thing. Barnes says he's a
2: good director. We all jack off to him. Hey, for everybody out there in <laughs>
1: TikTok land, I'm very sorry for presenting like a thought... <laughs> A theory that like uh, we know it's not true, but that's kind of fun, and to, that's think about, fun to think about. Fun to think about.
2: I'm really sorry for that, guys. We need a soundbite for that's fun to think about. Mm. But I I do like the prop work with David Koechner. It's that I mm. one thing about this movie that I really do yeah. like is like the the off jokes. Like oh, that was quick and funny. Like you you wouldn't really get it just in like passing, you know. Yeah. Um, but I love how he cuts the line with the with the thing and has the alcohol. And <laughs> drinks that, and chases it with the lime, and so he just—he's sh- just like got a hold of it. And I love Zach Galifianakis's look, especially like with his beard covering his lips. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know,
1: I love that scene. And that. <laughs> <laughs> Right right here. <laughs> and that fucking line, was it worth it?
3: Yeah. And
0: he's like he's, so was he's kinda it? commiserating with him a little bit. He's just like, oh ooh, ah, ah. he's just like, was it worth it? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> did you did you catch our our friend uh, Brett Kelly in the movie uh-uh. Little Kid at the at the barbecue? Oh yes, Brett Kelly's the kid from uh, Trick or Treat and Bad Santa, it's just, Bad just Santa. so young little chirrup looking. guy. Oh, I love that kid, man. Yeah. yeah,
0: he just nice little cameo from our boy Brett Kelly. There. How does how does he have a face and presence that just just steals yeah. steals it every time it's on camera? That's insane. Like he's he has such a small little part when he's like – when Jenny's helping him with his boots. And it's just like – but you're just like, I can't stop looking at that yeah, kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if he's got a face that I just think is adorable or if I want to punch it. But I love him either way. But I'm going to keep looking. But I love it. Yeah. Cherub looking look. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's basically what it is. He's just basically a renaissance baby. Honestly. Okay. I just
2: picture angel wings on him and a little bare ass.
1: It's just – May angels lead you in.
0: That's him. That's what he does. Cut, Brett Kelly,
1: Cut. <laughs> Scene four. Majors begins to make major changes to the town and mountains, such as changing the dive bar to an upscale club. Majors offers Rick a contract to be his new manager, and Rick agrees on the condition that all his friends get to stay. You know, I guess uh,
2: Engage ain't married. <laughs> he just chooses to go after her again. Yeah. He he, kno- and he, knew he gets her. all his friends to join him, yeah, too. They, mm-hmm. He kn- He's known her... For three hours, or
1: since she's been here, they spent maybe three hours combined. Did they say how long ago a uh, horny's was? They did. Three weeks. We spent three weeks Okay, together. but how long ago
0: was that? Oh, how point? long like ago Like last it?
1: summer, maybe, or a year ago, or something like that? Uh,
0: that, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell with him, because he's so fucking stricken with her, you know? <laughs> I want to talk about something that kind of bugs me about this this whole thing. So, he says... You know, they talk about it like, oh, I want to buy the mountain or we're going to buy the mountain or I'm selling the mountain. And there's like this town or community, though, and everything. And it's not all a ski resort, is it? Like, well, but then he's like buying the mountain. They're renovating businesses and like doing all this stuff and like injecting money into this town it, it's just a ski town or, like, th- the the land itself. That was the part that always, like, m- like weirded me out or, like, I didn't understand, I guess. It's it's not defined, and, and maybe it's just being overly critical, but it's like, you can't sell the mountain. It's like, is this part of a resort? I don't get it. I have just you, don't have get you ever it, guys. Been, Have
1: you ever been to Breckenridge, Aspen, or anything like that, or, uh, like, a Colorado ski town?
0: Yeah, well... I've been uh, a long time ago. Not I wouldn't think of it. I guess those towns are the ski mountain, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like if if you
1: go to Breckenridge, for say, in Colorado, like all of that exists because that mountain is there. Okay, you know. So I okay. think whatever the mountain wants to do, the mountain does. I okay. Think. So I think he's he's assuming that the only way his the only way his new resort's going to work is if he's got the proper infrastructure. So he's probably buying the bar, he's buying the hotel, he's he's coming in and just being like. Boop, I go- and who knows? Maybe Bull Mountain owned owns a lot of that stuff, and that right. is coming together with his purchase. But yeah, you're if you want to upscale resort, you got to have upscale amenities for the for the richies to come. Right, in, right.
0: Know? Okay, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Then, yeah, I just didn't understand like the idea of like uh the like what's the resort? What's the town? Why are these people here? You know what I mean? It's usually just
1: the same thing. Like okay. a buddy of mine, Mike Molnex fan of the show, he moved out to Crested Butte. Colorado for, like, two years where he – it was just – That's not a thing. It, it is. Crusty butt is what it is. And th- that is very reminiscent of what this town is. It's just, like, in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by peaks. The the only reason everyone's here is because they're working on the ski slopes and the people that are here are skiing, you know? Yeah. So he, he said, like, this is very – this is very truthful to what life in a town like that would be like. You know, gotcha. you just you okay. go out at night, you wake up, you go to work, you party in the mountains, and yeah, I mean he he said it's very. And this this film is like very culturally a part of anyone that lives in those type of towns. This hot tub time machine, all the old raunchy eighties, like ski school, like yeah, you can't, you can't really talk about it anymore. Those are all part of. The everyday life of people like this. It's like,
0: like – it, it sounds – some of that sounds almost like summer camps uh, like yeah, at other places. Like the wet, hot American Same summer thing. for or like the counselors and stuff. Yeah. It's just – it was a fun time. Yeah, we were working with the kids, but then in, uh, every other time we were just having a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: They, this is where we get like that uh, lesbian chat room. Oh, yeah. Little scene. And I, I had to go in there. I had to – because Pigpen's basically talking to whatever the the dude's name is in the movie from you Reno 911. You made an account? I, I, yeah, I made an account. Yeah. I went in there. No, I had to. I had to st- like stop the movie and pause it because <laughs> Pigman's just saying awesome, awesome, awesome. And so, but then there's a shot where there's like the entire thing, almost of what they've been saying. And here's what the conversation was. Yes. <laughs> so Chloe was Reno nine one one guy. Right, right. Chloe and Thomas,
2: Sal- Thomas, what? Thomas Lennon. Lennon. Yes.
1: So Chloe says, "Yes, you're good, so good." Sally says, "Awesome." <laughs> Chloe says, "I'm taking off my clothes." Sally says, "Damn it." Chloe says, don't stop. Sally says, stop what? What am I doing? Chloe says, oh. Sally says, oh, my God. Chloe says, yes. Sally says, ah. Chloe says, it's time. It's time. Sally says, this rules. <laughs> <laughs> Sally being Pigpen, yes. like right. That's really funny that they went to the lanes to just make the dumbest conversation ever. <laughs> awesome. And put it like, awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. Like selling it wrong, too. Yeah,
2: just, he can't, like, he, the point of that is to get her hot, too. Awesome. Yeah. Her, quote her, unquote. Yeah. But he's just like,
1: awesome.
0: Awesome. So, yeah,
2: I'm taking off my clothes now. Awesome. Awesome.
0: He's like, uh, and again, it just comes back to his facial expressions that he's like, for his brain, he's really putting thought into this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> what am I going to say? He's, here? he's got mm-hmm. the he's got the toothpick thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's just awesome. <laughs> it's just like, I, uh, like I think it's very funny. And then Thomas Lennon again. Thomas Lennon is he is a comedy giant. I think I think, I think he does amazing stuff. Everything he he just adds so much funny like, good comedy aspect to whatever he's a part of. New
2: boot goofing. Uh, New Boo
0: And So, um, but yeah, and then just pulls away. He's just pantless. <laughs> and, like, keep in mind, this is, like, the early evening.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's wintertime in Alaska, so it gets dark early. It's, right. like,
0: 4.30 it's like, p.m. Yeah, P- Pig Ben's, like, cleaning up. You know, the 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 office day just ended. <laughs> he's right? got candles lit, lying <laughs> out. He's, he's all in.
2: I know. Hit it! If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm talking about. This was kind of a tough one for me. I have two options here, so I'm gonna kind of let you guys maybe decide if you've got a hard punch face, or otherwise I can come with my two options. I can come correct with these.
0: I've I've got one in mind.
2: I've got it's a, I got a group. Okay, it's it's the new mountain yes. dudes. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, what are you doing, man? Oh, I'm on guard duty. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Dude, <you're>, Sean, <laughs> we you're, rule. you nailed it because there's so many scenes where they're like, yeah, nice. But one in particular, they're hanging up the new banners going up on the street. And they're raising it up, and they're like jumping. They're like, "Yeah, <laughs> we did it! We brought the thing." up! <laughs> We're raising a flag
2: in a battlefield, basically.
0: Yeah, uh, it is. It's the team Snow Nook leader, I believe, is how he's credited. <laughs> and he's like, and he, it's this—it's the guy who comes up and dumps the forties. Yes, and he's like keeping it fun while keeping it safe. you uh, <laughs> he's just like, uh, you really want to punch that guy? I
1: think those are pro- if you're going to make a group of punchable faces, it's them or it's a blonde, spiky hair dude from the party coming up next. Oh, week. yeah. Oh, the guy yeah. that drinks from the bar. looks
2: like... Uh, Vanilla yeah. tips. Looks like he sings for Sugar Ray... Not Sugar Ray. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> Smash Mouth. Yes. yes
1: basically, yes.
0: Yeah, Guy Fieri's I thought cousin. it was him. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's get to that last scene then. So scene five, Anna's husband arrives to visit and Majors secretly as Ted fire Rick's friends behind his back. Rick finds out, quits, and partners with his friends to stop the sale of the mountain. The friends defeat Majors, and Ted decides he's no longer selling the mountain. Rick asks Jenny out again after revealing he no longer thinks of Anna.
0: Here's the thing, guys. First and foremost, before we do anything else, we got to do this Papa month style. Mm. Okay. <laughs>
1: AJ's got, got- <laughs> <long johns. laughs> I'm not wearing it, anything baby. under this. I can't.
2: I can't. E- I'm not either. I have a Manscaped All, all right.
1: right. Yeah. But they don't pay us anymore. AJ. Pop on style, baby. For the podcast listeners, AJ just took his pants down and is wearing long johns. And it even has the back <laughs> flap on it so he it can does. go poopy poop.
0: Yep. Uh, person- authorized personnel only. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow, this is great! All right, I, I was Top I was wondering on my way here. I'm like, sorry, I my party f- boys were getting a little <laughs> cramped. <laughs> Grant. That's no mystery. <laughs> I bet. Uh, <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley, speaking of the Olsen twins, speaking of balls, give me a beer. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that party. That party scene. that okay. they all have when so, they get kicked out of the new. The new club has now yeah. been taken over. They go take the party to their house.
2: I think that pig and jenny mm-hmm. could totally hook up why not they seem like they're flirting like the entire time like she, like, she seems pretty over rick and I, I love that for her and i think pig and her are really getting along and i would want to see that but no we have to be an early teen yep. hangout movie
0: well he he's not the uh he's not the foremost star yeah so can't be he's he's the dumb one uh, you yeah, can't yeah. you can't have a love interest in the dumb one. You're, nope. right. you're right, unless it unless it's you know fleeting. And yep.
1: then if he gets together with Jenny, he'll feel guilty about the Inga thing, which we need at the end. It's just not going to work out. Yeah, no, sorry, man. God, damn it, not at I I love the part of this party though where it slowly goes from a million people to, to <laughs> yeah. less to oh, less. Oh my gosh, you're you're lying to yourself if you've never been there before, where you've been the last. You and a buddy have been the last people up, just doing the stumble around, just going. Yeah, da, 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 da. we're still going. <laughs> we're gonna keep
0: going. <laughs> I like how he's carrying him by his yeah. belt. It's so good. It, 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 dude, the blackout friend thing of Zach Galifianakis is, is, is I think, hilarious. Yes. It's. I mean, the car, the car scene is maybe the most iconic thing of this. It's so funny because it is genuinely. Every time I watch this movie and that scene comes up you just think about if you did this to somebody or if that was you and you woke up and he's just
2: i got it, I got it! I got it!
0: <laughs> and it, and then it's the it's the calm it's the calm
3: <sighs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> and you just i just i love it so much and yeah you just watch him and they're when he's when he's uh he goes out on the the porch or whatever he's like we well, just look so beautiful tonight i just want it. like he's not making eye contact Just looks so beautiful i just wanted to see if you like to dance it's like not you him you know that kind of <laughs> thing. he does this so well and i really really love it and that last party thing yeah when they're just yeah, the last one's there <laughs> pigpen still gotta, gotta, gotta have one more thing on him
3: you, you got keep going gotta i love,
2: love it <laughs> he takes like one of them 40s or something and just like <laughs> pours it on his head. I've seen someone do that at a party. Like some girl is just like grinding on my friend, and my friend's just totally blacked out drunk and just takes a beer and just like on her ass, like it's just like rubbing up again. I'm like, that's the best thing. I've oh ever seen. no.
1: <laughs> it's it's so good. And even talking about that spinning car scene, this is normally where we'd be like, Come on, this is so stupid. You could never push a car sideways, but like I don't even care. Cause right. the, the scene's so funny that I'm like, yeah. Clearly, you can't. Clearly, that's not a spinny thing. Like, this would never happen in real life. Don't care. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me. Right. And I, and I, him hitting it, him taking Pigpen and slamming his head into the steering it wheel. It just
0: adds to it.
1: That is so believable. They're, like, he yeah, really their, crushed his head. All of their
2: physical comedy is like, whoa. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like when uh, um, Ray Liotta takes that gun and whips that fucking dude yeah. in the driveway. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Hundred percent.
0: It looks like it hurts. I, I did the um, the whole coming back uh, after after Rick's got the mountain now and everything and like the whole comeback, I guess of you know we got to save the town.
1: You mean where he he decide, he finds out his friends have been have been canned, even though he said that they can't be, and now he quits and now he's like this, we're going to save the mountain.
0: Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get it, I get it, but at the same time. What's wrong with Rick? (laughs) What's wrong with Rick? Like, he could go and get his friends, right? He could go save his friends. It's not like Majors is going to stay here and live here on the mountain, you know? Why not just play it off like, oh, yeah, that's a bummer about those guys. Yeah. And then, like, the moment Majors leaves, like, hey, guys, yeah, he's gone. So you guys can come back, and I will literally hire you. I don't care. Isn't he, like, the main dude? Didn't he he get hired as, like, the main guy? The manager of the mountain.
1: With, like, a 500K salary a year. Yeah, that's a big number. Not bad. Yeah.
0: You know like why not just do that and be like, hey guys uh, yeah if you guys want to go down to where does he say I'll, I'll fly you to Anchorage or something like that um, It's like yeah go down there and party for a while and then come on back when he's gone and we'll be good I'm making 20 times the amount of money I used to make yep so I'm gonna you guys go have
1: fun then come back yep I'll I'll take care of all of our eviction problems yep and I'll I'll buy a place you guys come live here and then then you know what? Don't work on the mountain. Just go, go get a bartending job, have fun, and then just have fun on the mountain. Snowboard with me after work.
0: Right. Yeah. Sounds great. Or, yeah, it's like, um, and then, or or you can come back and be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to fire Eric, Thomas oh, Lennon, cool. obviously. Yeah. And then I'm going to make up the same reasons as to why the other guys, uh why my friends got fired. I'm going to do that for the same reason for the new guys. Yep, done deal. Um, because they were also smoking, like, weed and doing drugs at the party. <sighs>
1: And I had my I had nest cameras up everywhere, yep. so it's all yep. recorded.
0: Yep, and I made them do a, uh, a random drug test. Oh, weird! I, I just we just solved all of this.
1: Yep, that was it, dude. You <laughs> na- you nailed it though, because the, the, everything's so weird and convoluted at the end here. It's like yeah. everyone knows everyone knows that Papa Munce never wanted this place sold, right? But they're not mad at his son for selling it. They're mad at the new guy coming in. Who's this? Is just what he wants to do. He wants to try to make it better. He wants to get a a ski lift up to Hangman's Peak. It's going to be so much better. He just hired our best friend. He's doing it in a douchey way, but whatever. And then AJ said he's going to leave. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Then, then like everybody knows, Rick was destined to run the mountain, but then now he's destined to run the mountain, but he's going against Papa Months because it's. Because yeah. he's going to work with the bad guy. Like I, everything they kind of just go at the end of this movie. Yeah,
2: and it's so rushed. <sighs> it's
0: so fast. The, the end is rushed. like
2: it's just like oh, it's a hangout, hangout, hangout. We have to end it. Here we go.
0: Yep. I'm like ah, ah, eh, no, no, no. It, no! it, it, it could the have end. been. <laughs> it could have been just great as a as a hangout movie with some more mild motivation, yeah. maybe or something. But you have this. You have this underlying thing. Well, we created this problem. Now we have to solve it, and we have to be dramatic about it. So we're going to race down the mountain, uh, with no pants on, <laughs> which does nothing. <laughs> which actually, because you still have pants what? on, like you still have pants on. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's some shock and awe to uh, yeah. the 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 shareholders. I and was going to buy a timeshare here, not any more. not any mover. Like you're, you're just kind of like, well, that was a thing, and Pigpen had sex with Inga. Yeah, it could it could be
2: like a they wanted it to be PG-13 so they took out a lot of a lot of those scenes leading up to this maybe. Maybe. That, but it doesn't seem right to me. Maybe I think the script is just off. I don't know. I, I will give the benefit of the doubt and be like the studio probably tampered with it a little bit and told them to take out some of the scenes leading up to this,
1: but well, it just doesn't work. And you even have a this issue with like the daughters. Like the why do these daughters they have a rich and powerful dad right. who, who has been paying for them to do whatever they want and will, and in, they'll inherit his fortune. And why, where's the backstory where they're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, like, screw my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Do, do they sabotage his other project projects no. too? Like I, it was
2: just this one.
1: And Barry and Anna are now just like best friends with these people they don't know. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, I know I've known my dad for 25 years and he pays for everything, but you're right. It sucks that you guys aren't making five dollars an hour here. Let's let's sabotage my dad's purchase of this mountain.
0: FYI, what? yeah. See, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's ruin this, and it'll probably ruin our my relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, totally. You know, and but I don't fine. get to go to any of the other resorts either. It's so. like
2: it's like <laughs> but, uh, uh, what's his name in Mallrats.
0: It's almost yeah. exactly like that. Yeah, they're they're it's like they're the same person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> well they look alike uh, but no and then uh, last thought on this I guess is you know we have the Casablanca moments of this and I feel like they just said Casablanca moment A moment B and moment C and then let's just fill in with other stuff I give and it And then, did, uh, well I was just going to say at the very end in Casa, Casablanca moment C it's the, uh, the, the heartfelt nope you're getting on that plane and that uh, you know we'll always have we'll always have Paris basically Pedro, Pedro Hornies. Hornies. But and then I th- I can't help but think about Barry who's sitting there like watching this happen. Who's <laughs> just like what's she doing? Why is she talking to him? What's oh, going on? Man, that's wait a, wait long a second. Hug. <laughs> Wait a second. It's going to it's gonna be a long flight back to Anchorage. It's going to be a long flight <laughs> back to Anchorage. And wait, did he fly that
1: plane from like New York? Right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> well, stops to she? She's just like, ha, ha, thanks
2: for helping me cheat on my crippled husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for making me realize that I want to be with my crippled husband because he's crippled. Cripple. But, I don't know.
0: Yeah. We, 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 you can't say crippled. Okay. <laughs> she, he's in the Crips. <laughs> oh, right, right. You uh, can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Grips in the bloods, um, and then, but you, you, it just for me that was the moment of of yeah they'll always have that I bet that'll be a positive memory for them. <laughs> Yikes! Like you like you said, Mike, it's gonna be a long played ride. It's like so. Uh, what was that all about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Barry.
2: <laughs> Barry is way too nice, for
0: one. Yeah.
2: That's probably why she's cheating on him. Oh. I don't know. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but I do, if anyone's listening. I'm uh, just trying to be honest here. Uh, Critical. It,
2: but it's just like, she cheated on him. She yeah. cheated on a paraplegic nice man. Yeah. And, th- and this was not was
1: known by Barry until this trip? Pretty much. Probably. At this point. Happily ever after?
0: Oh, Oh Barry, this is Rick. It's like oh hi Rick and all the other guys you didn't introduce me to, like what? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, what? Like <laughs> the signs are just there for for poor Barry. Yeah. That.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. So Barry was actually Todd Richards. He was a professional snowboarder and member of the 1998 U.S. Olympic snowboarding team. So the most capable person in the cast on a snowboard, but let's put him in a wheelchair.
0: Put to a. This wheelchair. is funny. <laughs>
1: cool.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that that may have been like a joke to them of like, yeah. "Hey, you, like you are the best one," but unfortunately, your character <laughs> is in a wheelchair. Snowboarding I, accident sorry. that he went through. I
2: respect that. Yeah. I like that a lot because if people are like, "Oh, that's Todd," yeah. yeah, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, well, he's in a wheelchair. What happened? to uh, well, was snowboarding he?" The, he, was, movie.
1: he was the start of that blooper reel. Huh? Yeah, as as much as the
2: like, it's Casablanca. I do respect like. Them taking the formula of such a classic movie, like ma- like Citizen Kane level movie, mm-hmm. and making their dumb 2000s teen hangout movie with it. It's I, there's no other movie I can think of that does that. Yeah, right. This is the only one I think. I'm like, that's interesting. Like, at least has that going for it.
0: I, I like that they tried. They they tried. They it is what it is. Um, and I yeah, they they tried with some with reworking some of the the popular lines, but you know. It's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> there's a there's actually a website because I it, for anybody out there that never maybe caught that connection. I I never really thought about Casablanca being a part of this movie. Yeah, it, was, it just wasn't something I thought about. But there's a w h uh, i d i o t dot blogspot dot com yes. had a it, what, what does that stand for? I can't think of what. Um, it's like witty. Why why I why did. I something. Why did mean. I
2: watch this? I think
1: Some, something. D- why, why do I own this? Why do mm. I own this? He said just to just to sum it up, he said lovesick protagonist named Rick who is known as the coolest guy in his remote town. They both had flings with a woman and thought they'd met the love of their life, but the woman disappeared without an explanation, leaving them bitter. Just as Rick seems to be dealing with his lost love, she shows back up with a fiance husband. Rick is left to decide if she, he should help the couple to, or try to break them up so he can reclaim his love. Ultimately, he Decides to help them get away so they can live happily ever after he even at one point is wearing a tuxedo identical mm-hmm. to the tuxedo right. that rick wears in in uh casablanca, casablanca. yeah uh both ricks notice their lost love because of a song both and then, both ricks are kind of assholes yes. yeah.
2: in, in the movie uh you could say get zach galifianakis character is like the the piano player who or sorry uh, like lance who always okay. talks about women okay yeah
1: well, last question for you before we <laughs> well, before yeah. we finish. this, oh, Will. When, one, yeah, speaking of Lance,
2: it. one more thing. I do like that they handled it like that. Like he's just like, yeah, we all know you're gay. Who cares? Yeah. In two thousand one, mm-hmm. like you're right. Hey, yeah, it's. I mean, as he uh, Zach Alvin's character also says the f word like later yes. on, so it kind of negates it. But look, I, I like how they handled it. Yeah. It's, it was it was a nice little touch. I
1: did <laughs> like his fist in the air <laughs> and then
3: <laughs>
2: the
0: <It's> droop. <so good. laughs> that was pretty awesome. It's, it's it's another. It's the fun. It's a funny line. And it's, it's Zach Galifianakis is like, yeah, we all know, man. And then Pigpen's just like, look, if you weren't gay, <laughs> you'd be a pretty weird guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, okay. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – it's like we all know, man. It's fine. We we, we love you. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> all
1: right. Before we end, this last question for both of you guys. You're making you're making a late '90s, early 2000s movie. You can only pick from one of these two groups of of cast members. Okay. You can pick Jason London and Caroline D- D- Davernus. I don't even know. I don't Anna from the yeah, Anna from yeah. this or Jeremy London and Claire Forlani. Jason and Caroline. Jason and Caroline. Yeah. If I had my way, I might try to take Jason and Claire and put them together. Mm. Just to well, see what yeah. happens. Yeah, but you definitely. Can. You can't. You
0: can't do that, though.
1: I, I'm taking Jason. Yeah. I don't necessarily think Caroline's anything special in this movie, but Jason, maybe it's the fact that he has less lines than Jeremy did in Mallrats, Rats, but Jason's just so much more believable.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is. He, he We you know, we know talked a lot about this on Mallrats. Rats. So I think it's good to kind of make this note on Out Cold. Um, I just think that he has a good presence on. He's more comfortable. Yeah. He plays it very well. You know, it's not the uh, dialogue that he had to probably mouth through in Mallrats, but, um, but yeah, I just think Jason is just a more comfortable presence on screen and can just mesh with his co-stars very yeah. well.
2: You can yeah. tell, especially com- comparing this role to his brother's role in Mallrats, you can tell that the directors of this just had him watch Casablanca and be like, just act like Humphrey. Just
0: Boca. be that guy. Yeah. Be him.
1: Well, we have dissected this movie scene by scene. We're going to give it a modern day rating to strip away that nostalgia completely. AJ, what do you think is a modern day rating of this
0: movie? I, I still think it's a it's a really funny movie and um it's ironic that we actually did this so close, you know, close enough proximity to Mall Rats um, with uh you know some similar flubs and faux pas and then obviously casting. Um for some reason, I just I, I feel like this is a more watchable thing for me um, than what Mallrats was. Um, I have more fun watching it. I think a lot of that has to do with um, with some of some of the lightning in a bottle characteristics of Zach Galifianakis, and I think the way that the movie is put together and edited, and you know, I I can appreciate the musical choices and everything. That being said, it's not it's not the great movie that I thought like as a kid you know. And so, that being said, I want to give this a I want to give this movie a 6.2.
1: 6.2 for AJ Sean, you gave American
2: Pie a 5. 5. Yes. Uh, stand by that. Um, I think this movie's <laughs> I think this movie is fun. I do have uh, a lot of problems with it though. Uh, and it's it it's not problems enough to make me like n- never watch this movie again. Like it's not, it's not like an offensive problematic movie to me I that I don't think any movie could ever do that. Um, I, the music is good for the age. I can't stand it watching it now. It's, it's, it really makes me cringe. Uh, but I understand that it was like a thing back then and I like it because of that. So I'm like a, I'm so in the middle. I can't even decide which way I want to go with that. um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I like the cast. Zach Galifianakis steals this movie along with David Koechner. Not mm. enough of him in this, um, and I think it's a. I think it's a perfect uh, disposable uh, time waster. I think you just put this on and uh, have fun with it while it's lasting, and completely forget about it as soon as it ends. Um, I am going to give this a five point
1: six. Five point six. I I love this movie. Um, Again, you guys nailed it. It's not; it's nothing special, but it is a bit of a lightning in a bottle with a few characters before they before they were big. Uh, David Keckner Zach Galifianakis, uh, Lennon. Sorry, I can't Thomas explain, Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Some of these guys went on to gigantic careers, and and this was right before, and this is when they were just raw and hungry, and. Plots like plots pretty good. Obviously it's Casablanca. Plots pretty good. It's got some weird holes in it. I weirdly like this soundtrack. Like it doesn't make me cringe as much as I thought it would. I I laughed so hard at this movie. Like I watched it three times in the last couple of days. I thought I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch Out Cold again. And so I try not to think too much about rewatchability, but it is an important thing to me. So I'm actually going seven point six on this. Wow. Okay. Uh, Josh Miller, executive producer, this was his choice. He said, watching with a critical eye, this movie still holds up for me, but there are flaws and they are abound. There are some glaring technical issues. There are a lot of continuity issues when it comes to the skiing boarding scenes, like a lot of Mm. continuity issues, but that is to be expected in a Hollywood version of a ski movie, and I'm not going to get nitpicky about it. Every Hollywood ski movie has continuity problems. I still laugh at all the juvenile humor, but clearly I still like juvenile humor. This dialogue, uh, the dialogue over all is okay. Some lines in the acting are not top level, but it was certainly not expected of them. You can definitely say it was a really a launching pad for some of the comedic actors. It did have some that went on to bigger things. I mean, come on, Flex Alexander went on to his huge part in Snakes on a Plane. (laughs) Clearly some of the dialogue couldn't be used today, but again, this was a different time. Believe it or not, there aren't a ton of ski resorts in Alaska. Much of the terrain is too big, too steep for a resort setting. I've skied the two that are near Anchorage, and the resort skiing is much better in the lower 48 states it is though a heli skiing mecca has anyone claimed the Papa month statue for a prop i want mm-hmm. that you got Aww. it you got it man short story even shorter i like this movie 22 years ago i still like it today granted not as much as i did back then my modern day score is definitely lower but not a drastic drop give it a 6.3 so as a group that takes us to a 6.4 for a modern day rating uh let's see where that takes us You know, that's going to take us getting towards the bottom. 6.4 is tied at number 66 with Predator. Wow. Slightly worse than Hook, slightly better than Tremors is what we're thinking.
2: Better than Tremors? No. Better than Predator, not even on the same level. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Worse than (laughs) Hook?
0: Worse than Hook, definitely. It's it's worse than Hook. Okay. Well. Uh, that Hey, it is what it is, I guys. I mean, this, this is gospel. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. Is this definitive? is what it is. Is? That, is that in
2: my bottom 10? I don't want it to be. I'm you, not saying What that. did you give it? What did you give it? A 5.8? No, you're
1: not in the bottom 10. Okay, you're good. close, but you're not don't, there. Don't you worry. 5.8 is also what you gave Elf. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Next week, we are going to hit Teen Wolf. I'm so excited. (laughs) It is so time. I've wanted my entire life to talk about Teen Wolf to a large audience because I have so many things to say. We're finally going to make it happen. And then coming to America. Our first Eddie Murphy movie, if you can oh believe it Oh my God! Not. Heck yeah! Did you see him recently on the Golden Globes or the yes. Emmys or whatever Cecil B. <clears throat> uh, Cecil B. To, uh, Cecil B. To Award, whatever the fuck his name? Is. Did you see it? I I read about it. Yeah, his his it was amazing, lovely. Uh, also, if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. We did top five rom com movies for for a, a like a bonus episode. You got mm-hmm. Valentine's Day around the corner. Yeah. February is the month of love. Go back and listen to those. Get some ideas for you and your loved one to have a movie to watch. Yeah, you bet. And don't forget. We have a voicemail call us at three one nine zero over four nine five and leave us some feedback like this caller. Hey, uh open this makes it the air. Uh I've been
4: listening to you guys for about the two years since you started. Um I kind of started around I wanna say the Beetlejuice episodes of episode two. Yeah. Um and I just appreciate everything you guys do. Um I don't find a lot of people who like to talk about movies like me. Um I'm like addicted to them, so you guys are basically me, in the podcast. Um, so yeah, just uh, sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I'm in the middle of work right now, doing electrical. Uh, just finished watching the thing episode or listening to it while I was working. And uh, I got to be 100% with Sean. It's my favorite horror movie ever, and I can watch it anytime. Goddamn, I got to go see it in theaters uh, recently for this 40th anniversary. Nice. Uh, keep doing everything you guys do. It's all, Every episode's great, and even movies I haven't watched, it's just fun to listen to. Oh,
1: cool. Uh, thank you. Bye. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for thank calling. You. We thank appreciate you, so much, you dude. Man.
0: Yeah, really appreciate that. Guys, we really appreciate you watching and listening. Uh, make sure you are checking us out anywhere you can listen to a podcast uh, leave us a five-star review write us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, and for goodness sake Find us on social media at Confused Breakfast just about anywhere. Just search for Confused Breakfast wherever you can.
2: Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com to see our ratings of all the movies we've done. See our top ten, see our bottom ten, see our collective show ratings. And you can go to ConfusedBreakfast.com as well to get some merch. Get some shirts, uh, get some uh, logo shirts, get some saying shirts, get some coffee mugs, and get Fuck Mike.
1: Sorry, it's really cool on the screen. There's a guy right there, and I was trying to grab him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, check us out on YouTube if you want a little more of this, and go to patreoncom slash Uh, Lots of bonus audio content there. A direct way to support this podcast and get more Confused Breakfast in your life. This show is produced by Las Media Group here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Agro Craig, Agro hey, Craig, man yeah. in the controls. We love you. Aggressive check them Craig. out. <laughs> Agro meaning aggressive. Craig meaning rock. Agro Craig. <laughs> check them out at lasmediagroup.com. That's going to be it for us. We'll see you later. Bye.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing
2: June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.